You're listening to the Porch Time Podcast. I'm so excited. Are we doing this? I think we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I really like my new uh, podcast setup. I don't know. I've I've been testing out other places that I want to do it so that it's comfortable and cozy and... Uh, my current setup is I'm on the couch. It's a gloomy Friday. I'm sitting cross-legged <laughs> I'm with my Invisalign. Um, I'm almost done with my Invisalign. I am hearing the birds as background noise. Sorry, but not sorry because it's like very meditative in my opinion. And I don't know. I'm testing out the setup. It feels good for now, but who knows? Another another angle you're seeing me at. Okay, so another solo, obviously. I'm I'm loving the cadence of doing these. I always say that you all love them, as far as I know. <laughs> Tell me if you don't. Um, but I I think this will be a shorter solo today. I don't know, I just I I don't ever want to come across like too preachy and here's my advice and here's my things and here's my this obviously I love sharing all of that with you and the things that have worked with me and the failures and the lessons but I also want these to be light I want these to be fun you know I've already had quite a morning gotten some unexpected news about things and and processing that just a lot already so I'm looking to Keep it light, keep it fun, mid-April, beautiful Easter energy, and I think today I really want to talk about wedding stuff. Not even my own wedding, but just advice that I've learned in planning a wedding. I I just think there's so many things, just in my experience, and in, in planning this, and, and learning about the process that could probably be helpful and fun to just chat about. We're also going to do three things, which I introduced in my last solo. So talk about three things I'm proud of, three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm working on. Three things. Um, And we're also going to, yeah, we're just going to have fun and talk about things. I'm excited. I didn't ask me anything. I don't know if it's the algorithm or if like truly none of you guys care. Both are totally fine. But I barely got any questions. And and the few questions that I got were all wedding related. So that they'll kind of get fizzled in there. Um, other fun things. I was so blown away by the response of our last episode. If you haven't listened to it, definitely tune in. It was such a wholesome, beautiful, full of such amazing advice love, honesty, vulnerability, truth, and really hit so many important topics such as parenting, self, marriage. Anyways, Jess and Alex Puccinelli are amazing. So if you haven't listened to that, go and listen. It was just so good. It was our most played on reels. I think it's like ranking as one of our highest listened episodes. So thank you all for tuning in on all of that and just being a part of this podcast journey. I obviously love doing it. This is going to be our first solo with ads, but before you get annoyed about that, 
I'm only taking on ad partners that I'm actually trying out the products. I'm actually impressed with the results. I actually like these things and I genuinely think that you would get something out of them. And I'm so excited for you to be able to have a discount code to shop them and all of these things. So there's all of that fun stuff out of the way. We all know just how hard it is to be alone with your thoughts and especially how hard it is to find a therapist that is there to meet your needs and is there to comfort and nurture you through all the things that you're going through. That's why we're sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. They have a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to the help that may not be available in your area. I mean, they make it super simple. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to kind of assess your specific needs, and then they get you matched with a perfect therapist for you in under 48 hours. And guess what then? If that therapist still isn't right, they are happy to help you request a new therapist with no additional charge because we all know that finding the right therapist is like online, is like online dating. But BetterHelp makes it so easy, so accessible, and is just such an incredible platform that I personally can't wait to use as I'm in the market for a new therapist. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist today. Plus, we have a code for you. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash all the babies. That's betterhelp.com slash all the babies. Like in my workout clothes, I've been doing my hot sculpt. I'm a hot sculpt girly now. Um, but I love the way I do hot sculpt because I go to this. Um, really small studio in North Hollywood. There's literally one room. It's called White Heat Yoga. Come and take class with me. It's so fun. And they have an array of classes. And I'm just, I, it's really hard. I don't know if any of you feel this way, but it's hard for me to like get really in a routine of going to workout studios. Like I, I, I'll commit for like a month because I'll get like a super good one month unlimited deal or whatever. And I'm all excited about the studio. I go every day in that unlimited month, but then I get sick of it or whatever. And this particular spot, I'm like, first of all, it's so well-priced, which is hard to find, especially in LA. But I leave these hot sculpt classes feeling ready to conquer. I'm like, that was the best hour of my life. I'm drenched in sweat. It's like invigorating and so exciting and doesn't really feel like work. I mean, it's, trust me, it's work in the moment, but it's like, you're hyped. It's, it's just amazing. And it's done so much good for me. I'm obsessed. And, um, I just love it because it's like a mix of Pilates and yoga and dance and whatever. It's combining all of my favorite workouts in one hour-long class. So I don't know why I just went on that tangent, but I have a class today, obviously, and I'm just so excited to take it. I haven't felt this excited about like a workout place in a long time, and I just feel like I, I struck gold. It makes me love my neighborhood. It makes me love my routine. You know, it just like fits right in. You start finding the instructors that you love, that you feel good about. 
don't know. It's just a good thing to be able to have. And it helps with mental health and all of it. Like, it just helps me feel so good. If there's a lot on my mind, if I'm having trouble processing things, if I'm hurting, if, you know, I'm excited, if I'm struggling with my focus and I go and do that, amazing. Like, I'm actually able to tune out. And so, highly recommend finding that thing for you because it just, it's amazing. Which leads me into wedding. Okay, I've been getting, me and Alex have been getting so many, I feel like the like point of conversation is always, how is wedding planning? Are you stressed? How how are you feeling? What's going on? Like, is it all done? Are you, is it going to be good? Blah, 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 right? And And with that comes so many other questions like, What's your workout routine? Are you dieting? Like, you know, all these things that come with getting married. And I will be the first person to admit that I allowed, when we first got engaged, so much of the hype of planning a wedding, of constant research to become at the forefront of of, of everything. I was like, I'm going to be that bride. I'm going to plan, plan, plan. I'm going to have all my shit in order. Um, mind you, this was happening on like the precipice of, we got engaged when, when we were in Europe last summer for two months and I was like in a big work transition. I was feeling extremely unmotivated. So I was like, I have a project. I have a project that I can lean on and, and be involved in and be excited about. Like I need something now. I have something now. I'm, I'm relevant in doing things. And so I really did take that on and I allowed it to overtake because when we were in Europe, Alex was working and a lot of my day-to-day of all the babies is in LA. And so the wedding was like, oh, perfect. You're working, you're on calls, I'll find us a venue, I'll find us a wedding planner, I'll find us all these things. And so I ended up getting so much done and becoming like, quote unquote, that bride. And not, I don't mean that in a negative way at all. I mean that in a way of like, oh, I've wanted this my whole life. I'm leaning in, I'm planning, I'm prepping, I'm feeling good about it. Like I'm taking this on. I want to start off this whole wedding spiel and, and the background of what I was just saying with something that I really started to learn now in the process. And I'm <laughs> three months from my wedding now. So, okay. In the moment when you are newly engaged, that is the most precious, private, beautiful, present time. And it's a time that is so fleeting and it's a time that is so important. And it's a time where I also feel like a lot of people rush into this need to cater to answering everybody's questions, to start planning everything right away, kind of like what I found myself falling into. The reason I'm saying this now is because I have such a different outlook, even on wedding planning nearly a year ago when I was first engaged or almost a year, whatever. Because I remember I 
it's like this excitement that overpours in you and your friends and your fam- family and all of these things, right? I mean, it's so beautiful. Everybody's celebrating you. It's like, oh my gosh, this moment, this moment, this moment. And it's a moment that you've, in my case, dreamt of your entire life. And it's here and it's yours. And it's really sacred and it's really special. And like when Alex proposed, it was the most present I felt in my entire life. And I talk about this in in the solo where I actually explain our whole engagement story and how beautiful it was. So go listen to that if you haven't. But that that was a presence that that I could never put into words or explain the beauty of that moment. And if you actually allow your engagement and your planning and your prep to match the presence and the ease and the rest um, and the joy that comes in that moment, I think that you actually get to enjoy your engagement period. And then you get to actually enjoy your wedding, right? Like there's so many stories where people are like, I didn't actually get like my wedding. It just came and and it went. And like, I just plan, 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 stress, stress, stress leading up. Couldn't even enjoy my engagement. Couldn't even enjoy my wedding day was catering to everybody at the wedding. And, you know, I'm just talking to so many people older than me or who've been married for a while or, or listening to advice and And it's just amazing what it's done for me now versus how I approached it. And the reason I'm saying this is because I approached and I don't, I don't want to use the word regret because I don't think that's fair, but I do think that I definitely rushed into a lot of decision makings, a lot of decisions that I had to make that we had to make quickly because I allowed the stereotypes, the pressure, the societal societal norms to get the best of me in the process. And I think that this is powerful no matter what stage of life you're in, right? Like because this could go to so many different aspects of life. You don't have to be engaged or planning a wedding for this to make sense, right? Like this could make sense in business. In, in rushing into decisions because so much good is happening and coming forth, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're the right decisions. In, um, in friendships, right? Like, I just think that this more so overarching metaphor of enjoying where you're at instead of rushing into decision-making is so important as, as time feels fleeting, as life feels incredibly short, honestly. Um, it's just important to soak up life's biggest moments and to actually think about how you want things done. And I know I'm being vague here, but what I really just mean is I'm looking at how me and Alex are approaching wedding planning now and how we're like thoughts that we had when we first got engaged have fully changed. Like when we first got engaged, we were like, we need so many speeches at the wedding. We need all these things. But as you actually get down in the nitty gritty of planning and you talk about the timeline and how things are happening and who's coming, blah, blah, like everything starts to shift. And so my best advice in that shift is like, 
really sit with the decisions you're making. Sit with the people you're inviting. Sit with all the things you're doing and allow space for them to be enjoyed and to be honored, right? Like, I I feel like the excitement of everybody else around me was making everything so exciting for me that it rushed decisions that I hadn't actually gotten to think about yet. And I'm going to say that again. Don't rush decisions because you're taken in by a beautiful moment of friends surrounding you and supporting you and celebrations. Like actually get to sit in those things. When people come up to you and they ask you about something like wedding planning, for example, be like, yeah, you know, we're, we're taking our time to kind of figure out what, every, what everything's going to look like. We don't really know yet. And step away from it. Like, don't allow it to overtake. Because I think that the subject of a wedding is so exciting for people. Am I going to get invited for one? How can I get closer to this, to these, to this couple to get an invite? Um, what should I say to, like, help make sure I'm a part of the process or I'm helping with the planning? Like, there's so many things. And none of this is anybody's fault, right? But it's like, now that me and Alex, it's like really our process and time has passed and it's not like the first topic on everybody's minds that's in our lives. It feels so easy now. Like when people now ask, I'm like, oh, I don't feel stressed at all. Is that the wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Like, I feel like I should be stressed if I'm going to be planning a good, fun wedding, right? And so... And then you allow, obviously, that noise to to trickle in. But what I'm trying to say here is it's such a sacred time in your life and it's such a decision that is there for the rest of your life. And so enjoy that period. Enjoy enjoy not knowing what you want to do yet. And discuss those things with your partner or with your best friends or with your family. But don't discuss them in ways that make them concrete. Discuss them in ways where where you're basically not having to make promises that you don't know if you're ready to keep yet, right? And that could be the tiniest minute things of like, yeah, you know, in our case, for example... I was very quick to be like, everybody, all of our friends can stay at our venue. Like, it's going to be so fun and telling everyone that on calls. But then when it comes down to the nitty gritty, I'm like, oh, my God, we actually don't have space for all these people, even though I love them and they're important in my life. And I'm so grateful they're coming. We actually have X amount of rooms that can only fit X amount of people. And then you end up disappointing people where you made these promises that you we're truly just caught up in the moment saying, or we're excited because people are asking you about these questions and you didn't necessarily have answers for them yet, but you thought that it would all work out. And so that's where I find that early on in the process, I allowed it to become about other people unknowingly to myself because I was just so excited to gab about the wedding and to like, hear people's thoughts and opinions and like sending I was sending everybody my dress I was telling everybody what my dress looked like I was showing strangers and then 
my wedding planner was like, it was our first call and she was like, don't show anybody your dress. And I was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? I've showed way too many people. And it's like these things that sound so stupid, but I look at now and I'm like, wow, I really wish that I honored these moments in the same way that I honored the privacy of my engagement the day it happened, that I honored the presence of that moment, that I wasn't so quick to run and call everyone or run and post on social media. If you're doing that, this is not a day. Go for it. It's the most exciting moment. But I mean it in the sense of like, these are intimate decisions. These are important decisions that are that should and only be up to the couple to make those decisions. And that's just like something I really learned along the way is allow time, allow space to reflect and honor the things that you really want. That way, when you're asking someone for something or when you're saying a promise, you can actually stick to it confidently because you know where you're at with the process. You know how you feel about everything. You've enjoyed being engaged. You've enjoyed the process of what's to come. You've savored those moments. You've discussed every everything. You've talked to your wedding planner. You understand. So I don't know. I just felt like it was important because it's. I just reflect on it. And it's been the most amazing beautiful process honestly I feel incredibly grateful for our wedding planner for all of our best friends that have been so amazing but I realized in all of this I was like I feel so calm now because I'm actually doing it in a way that is honoring of me and Alex and our love and our families first and then our friends and and all of these things I mean and it just hits you of like wow you don't have to plan as you go with people. You don't have to know everything as people ask. Just be like, you know, we're figuring it out. Don't have much to share yet. I'll let you know when I do. Like another example, just to kind of make these things less ambiguous so that you guys can get what I mean is we're getting legally married in Paris, as I've talked about, in the courthouse, which is so important to both of us. We met in Paris. We might move there one day, you know, and it helps with my citizenship and it's just part of our story and originally we were like oh we'll have you know all of our closest friends come to that ceremony and before you know it you're adding up all these people and you're like oh my god but then is that honoring of our parents and like we totally told people about that we're like yeah you guys will all come to paris first then we'll all fly to italy and da 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 and people get so excited about that you know they're like wow i got to be included in these moments and then You sit down with your partner and your family and you're like, wait, I just want family there in that moment. I want to ease into the wedding with just family. And then it's like this, again, moment of feeling like you're disappointing people when it's your most important day. So that was all a very long-winded story and way of saying, honor you and your decisions and take time with them. You do not have to rush a single decision in your wedding process enjoy those moments because you're not going to get them back and don't rush into things that you will later on regret or that you will feel bad about that then become about the other people and not yourself because you were so quick to be excited about those things talk about those things and that's 
truly how I operate. And it's something that I really want to work on out loud with all of you because what do I always say? These solos are therapy for me. (laughs) Um, Is when I get excited about things, I'm so quick to share them. I'm so quick to to like go back and forth with my friends and get their approval and get their opinions and like scream it to the world, right? This is my wedding dress. This is my friends. These are my people. This is my blah. But if I actually just take it in, think it through, take time with how I want to do things, I'm so much happier and at ease. Not everybody needs to know everything right away. And the wedding in this case is is my variation of that, but it could be, again, so many things for you. So if you're planning a wedding, if you're starting a business, if whatever area you are in your life, I urge you to take time and to take space and to not rush into decisions because of the outside pressure of having all the answers because of that outside pressure of maybe disappointing people, because of that outside pressure of all these things, your wedding in particular is the one, one of the biggest moments in your life and one of many few moments where it gets to be all about you. So savor the presence of that moment, honor your partner, honor yourself, discuss every detail together before separating it and making it outside of you, right? Because it's the same way that in a partnership, if you allow, the partnership is is you too. And if you allow too many outside sources to come in with opinions, judgments, advice, blah, 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 that can actually affect the union of that partnership. Whereas if the partnership is solid, and the communication is there, and the planning is there together, the outside, with the judgment, with the advice, with whatever, stays on the outside. And it doesn't actually affect the union within, right? And so I found that the moment me and Alex just like came together and really discussed what it is that we want, what it is we want our day to look like, So much changed from the initial thoughts that we had in the beginning. And it's hard, right? Because you're so excited about the initial things everybody's asking. And you do feel like you disappoint people. But the decisions that you make are so important. So that's just what I learned. Take time. Take time to actually become definitive about what you want before sharing it with anyone else. Don't disappoint other people. Let yourself shine in these moments. And then when you do come to a decision, the confidence is so riveting that it moves you that nobody can even question what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're planning, if you're not sticking to traditions, if you are, yada, 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 yada. Because you're so confident in that choice. Okay? That's something I really wanted to say, but I'm just loving. I am loving the wedding planning process now. I just think it's like, let it be fun. Let it be easy. Trust your decisions and have fun because this is time with your partner that you're not going to get back. 
and the engagement phase is such a quick phase and the marriage phase is forever hopefully (laughs) um so so really enjoy that enjoy those moments and really take time to think about what it is but we we feel really lucky that we have an amazing wedding planner and and we feel really lucky just how everything's happened with this wedding obviously and we're spending I I want to say that this is like our last big weekend actually just sitting down and finalizing logistical things we made a to-do list we have questions we have things that we have to to tackle and we kind of want this to like be our last weekend and then just enjoy the rest just to like actually allow ourselves to show up at the wedding and enjoy every single moment right like to not focus on these little details that we allow ourselves to get so obsessed over when these details we're never going to remember in 30 years, right? Like, we're going to remember all the people that were there to support us, that are in our corner, that are celebrating us, that show up for us. We're going to remember the exchange of our vows. We're going to remember the tears. We're going to remember the first moment we see each other as I walk down the aisle. Like, we're going to remember the first dance, the dancing after, like those are going to be the things. We're not going to remember that it was windy and my veil like wouldn't settle down and I had to take it off. Like I'm not going to cry over that. Do not cry over the spilled milk. Like don't focus on these minute details that end up making you go on a tailspin and then you get disappointed because you're so concerned about your guests and their experience and you can't even enjoy it. Eat, drink, be happy. Don't get too drunk so you can remember your wedding. Gotta keep telling myself that. And don't allow the pressure of this big moment to overtake the beauty of why you're having this big moment in the first place. And I'll say that again. Don't allow the pressure of this big moment to take away from the beauty of why you're having this big moment in the first place. Go back to the foundation of you, the foundation of you and your partner becoming one, And the thought of this will probably be one of the only moments in your entire life where all the people you love the most are there watching you commit a life's promise to each other. Those are the things to focus on. Not the little details, not the fact that the little lemons are off. And once I took away that, honestly, control, and again... I haven't reached my wedding day yet, so I have no idea how I'm going to feel on the day of. But once you take away that control, you find happiness and ease. Like I was supposed to, when we were in in Italy in February, kind of meeting with our wedding planner and going over everything, I was supposed to get a hair and makeup trial that time, but the makeup artist wasn't available. And so my wedding planner was like, yeah, we'll just do the trial a day before the wedding. And every ounce of me months ago would have been like that's insane that's so stupid like why would I risk something that important in that way but I took it all off and I was like you know what I trust my wedding planner I trust the artist that I've chosen based off of her work and experience and I trust that whatever we decide on is gonna work and if that has has to be decided the day before my wedding fine great like I, I looked at it as like perfect I'll have hair and makeup done for my rehearsal dinner and I'll have her just like switch it up a little but yes, it's like it, 
get rid of those little details that take so much of your time and energy away and enjoy the beauty of what matters in this moment. And so that just has been so essential to me. And that brings me to my next point, which is how this whole spiel even started in the first place about my workout and diet culture around weddings and all of these things. Okay. I want to talk about it a little. We are so grateful to be sponsored by Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is the perfect thing for all of our listeners, especially considering all of the topics we've had around hormones, you know, PCOS, finding out if you're able to get pregnant, what you're allergic to. We've had so many different chats with moms, moms to be, women, and just people in general around wanting to know what's going on. And Let's Get Checked is the perfect place to start. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. It's so simple. You just order a testing kit and that'll be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Then you do your sample. Once your sample arrives in their lab, you have your confidential results within two to five days. Plus, these results are reviewed by a clinician and you're also called to, you know, go over your results. It's incredible. We really think that our listeners will get so much out of Let's Get Checked and all of the incredible different array of tests that they provide. So if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com slash all the babies and get 25% off your test using code all the babies at checkout. We know you're going to love it. Who I was when I first got engaged and everything that I felt like was important when I first got engaged versus who I am now as I am three months away from this moment are two very different people. And I told you that already, right? I don't have to go back into that whole spiel of like, I was rushing into things. I was was planning everything because I didn't have anything else going on. And I was like doing the most. I very quickly allowed the pressure of all of these quote unquote, bridal norms to overtake me. I was like, I have to be, I was saying things to Alex, like I have to be in the best shape of my entire life when you marry me. Like, that's it. I'm never going to look better than the day you marry me. Crazy shit like that. I was saying, um, you know, I got to start getting in my routine. I got to like change what I'm eating all this stuff. I, I was honestly all talk, but I allowed all of these norms to get to me. I was like, yeah, I have to look perfectly snatched in every photo. Like, and I suddenly became aware of so many things about myself. I, I mean, I forget if I've talked about this, but I, I literally, I think I briefly talked about it, but I was like looking at photos of me smiling and I was like, oh my God, one eye is looking a different way. Like, do I have a lazy eye? To the point where I like went to the eye doctor. I got Invisalign, I'm wearing it right now. Super happy about that decision, by the way, because my teeth were really getting crooked. So like, I do not regret that move at all. But I was, again, allowing the craziest shit. Whereas like the doctors were saying to me, like, what are you doing? You're fine. And my most recent one which was a few months ago is I 
I would look at photos and in my happiest photos, I would feel like I had some sort of like extra double chin situation. And to the point, you guys, where I convinced myself that I needed this thing called Clybella. And if you don't know what Clybella is, it is essentially fat removal. And they, they like put something in your, they like insert a needle in your neck that basically freezes the fat to burn or something. And I knew nothing about it, but I was like, perfect. It'll give me a snatched jaw, whatever. I end up going to my dermatologist because I was breaking out and, and having some skin stuff that I not used to having and this is something I'd been going through the last like two years because I got off birth control August of 2020 I think and my skin just freaked out after I think it was like my body reacting to all the toxins that were leaving it and I think I was like in my final purge in the last year and so I'm so much happier where my skin is now but like I just wasn't familiar with these things so I was at the dermatologist for skin and then obviously you're at the dermatologist and then I found myself literally I'm 27 years old I found myself like asking my dermatologist you know do you think I need anything before the wedding like what about Clybella how am I looking but at the same time it's so not me like I'm always one that's like I don't want to get anything done really I just want to like do my monthly facials maybe get a laser and a little needle here and there like I don't want to do a whole thing and my doctor looks at me and she's like Jenny, Kybella is a fat removal thing. That's not fat under your chin. That's just like how, like she was touching it. She was like, none of that's fat. That's just your chin. And she was like, if you want to get like a snatched jawline, you have to get fillers in your neck. And I suddenly I'm freaking out. And I'm like, I can't believe that I would allow these wedding process things to like make me even tell my own dermatologist that I think I need something that she's like, you don't even know anything about this thing that you're telling me. Anyways, long story short, I end up going to dinner with my friends that night and I'm telling them about how wedding planning is getting to me and how I'm looking at myself all differently and it's so unfair and like I don't understand why this industry does that and I'm like, guys, I'm kind of like, maybe I should get Clybella, but it's so funny. My dermatologist is like, absolutely not. So I was like, oh man, I guess I don't need it. And they go, Jenny, do you know like what? Clybella does like what you look like for two weeks preceding Clybella. Anyways, we go on this whole TikTok detour. They show me the craziest videos of what Clybella does to your neck. Like it literally makes your whole neck swollen for like two weeks. Some people can't even get the swelling to go down. It's like a whole thing. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Anyways, that made me realize the reality of of thinking that you need to do the most and spend the most before the wedding and like feel the best, but at what cost, right? Like I looked at that and I was like, okay, at what cost? So I have a little extra, uh, extra chin when I'm laughing. Like nobody's going to look at that. Everybody's going to be like, she looks like she's so in love and happy and having the best time of her life at her wedding. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I, it, it just did something to me. So all that to say is in that moment, I realized, and I hadn't been doing anything like diet wise to change really. And I really did just start like 
getting in my workout routine at this sculpt place, but like in the way that it just fills me up and makes me feel so good. And so I see the benefits that it's doing to my body because I'm energized from these workouts. I'm energized from these moments, mentally, physically, everything. But anyways, it just made me realize like, wow, carbs make me happy. (laughs) Eating what I want makes me happy. That's not to say I want to eat unhealthy. No, but when I go on a road trip and I want to get chips, I'm going to get the chips, not I'm not going to stop myself from getting the chips because I'm getting married. I'm going to get the chips because that's going to be a fun moment in the road trip while I'm blasting the song with my girlfriends. You know, like, I just don't like what weddings allow specifically women to go through because we think about every little thing. Because I think it's the the first time that we're like, all this attention is going to be on us. There's a videographer. There's a photographer. There's people in the audience. How am I going to look when I stand this way, when I give my vows? Like, what am I going to look like in these photos? Take it off. Don't overcompensate all these things, right? You want to look like yourself on your wedding. I will say the beauty prep and all these things is so fun. I, I love that. But do it in the ways that serve you. Don't do it in the ways that are going to make you feel different. Don't do it in the ways that are going to break your bank, honestly, because all of it's so expensive. Do it in the ways that feel like they're fulfilling to you and feel like self-care to you and feel like the things that you need. The things that I'm doing are beauty-wise is every month I get a facial at Heyday. Simple. I'm not like getting any $300 facial situation. Going to Heyday, I'm a member. And I get microneedling and acupuncture at the same time. I had a knee injury, obviously. So I started doing acupuncture for the knee. And then now my knee is getting a lot better through physical therapy, through acupuncture. I'm uh, now doing it all over my body before I do my microneedling. And I'm getting my microneedling done with this amazing woman who my friend recommended to me who's giving it at a way less price than normal standard market because she's actually like technically a nurse practitioner or like a acupuncture. I don't know the exact terminology, but um, it allows her to have way more affordable prices and she does an amazing job and she's so sweet. So I get my acupuncture with her. I sit there in the room for like 30 minutes to an hour And then she comes in after my acupuncture, takes all my needles out and gives me microneedling all around my face, my neck, my eyes. It's amazing. I um, am doing six sessions. So that's like once a month for six months. And I've seen honestly an incredible difference in my skin. It's helped with scarring. It's helped with minimizing pores. And it just makes with uh, breakouts. It's it's made such a difference on my skin and it feels amazing and um it just fills me up it's like the self-care that I decided that I needed that I wanted to do as my prep to just feel good for me because in these moments with all that's going on in life with running a business with planning a wedding with maintaining relationships with friends and family and doing you know all that life throws at you having those moments fills me up and I've always been someone who like loves a facial or loves anything relaxing that way. So that's what I do. I, every month I, oh, there's one other thing, which is my nails. I get my nails done once a month too. But those are the only 
beauty steps that I'm doing to just feel good for me. So I'm doing my consistent hot sculpting class four to six times a week because I genuinely love it because it's an affordable studio. It's a small business. I love the community. I love the teachers. I love how it makes me feel. Like, it's so fun. I tell all my friends about it. I'm like, come with me. Alex, come with me. Let's all go. I do my acupuncture and my microneedling. I get my facial and I get my gel, um, like, uh, I forget. It's like a luxury gel once a month. And honestly, I'm probably going to stop doing the gels because they're not great for you, obviously, but like pick your battles, I guess. (laughs) Um, But I'm honestly just trying to prep my nails because they were really weak for the wedding. So that's, that's what I do. And I just recently started getting my eyebrows tweezed just, um, because one of the, one of the things I noticed, which were our own worst critic (laughs) is that I do have some, like my eyebrows aren't as, um, symmetrical as I would like. And so the tweezing just helps getting them exactly where they need to be. And I go to this amazing woman called Amanda at Iris and West. Um, but that's, that's my routine. Wow. That sounds like a lot. (laughs) Um, but that's it. I'm not, I haven't changed how I've eaten at all. I'm eating at home way more, which just genuinely makes me feel so healthy. I'm taking supplements on a consistent basis. My dermatologist has me on a skincare routine and she gave me one prescription just to help kind of maintain my hormonal breakouts, which is helping so much. And she was like, guess what? You can get off of it after the wedding. Like, just do these things to make you feel good right now. There's no pressure. There's no anything. There's like, do what you need to do right now to make you feel good. And these are the things that make me feel good without the outside pressure, without overthinking how I'm going to look about everything. Like, and I'm just in a really good space now about it all. I feel calm about the wedding. I feel good about my routine. I feel good in my body about the things that I'm taking. I feel happy to have a drink or to indulge on the weekends or to go out to dinner with friends. Like, I feel like me and Alex have allowed our, we haven't anymore allowed wedding to overtake us or work to overtake us. We've now allowed this balance of like, we show up, we get great shit done for work, but at a reasonable time, we're checking out and we are having our cozy time at home. We're making dinner together. We're not making any plans during the weekdays. We're not drinking during the weekdays. And then on the weekend, sure, go to the dinner, spend the money, do the thing. But suddenly everything just feels aligned. And that's kind of my whole spiel about the norms and all the people in your ear in the beginning of of an engagement and excitement and you just allow that all to get to you so you let that overtake you instead of getting to just enjoy and I just feel like I learned from that and I'm now in a pure and beautiful place of just bliss and enjoy and like look forward to all the celebrations to come and because of that me and Alex look at each other and we're like wow I just can't wait to marry you like it just feels so exciting it feels so right it feels so easy And I encourage you all to get to that place, no matter where you are in your life, find your routine and don't like, don't let the wedding or the big moment be the reason why you find those things, right? Like obviously feel good, feel beautiful, do whatever you have to do to feel those things, but don't allow the noise of quote unquote, the norms of 
showing up as the best bride of blah, 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 blah. The traditions. Don't allow those to overtake. And like take time to make the decisions that you need to make with your partner and feel good about those decisions. Don't feel rushed in those decisions, pressured in those decisions, all of it, okay? I just think it's so important. And and even to the point of traditions, like we're doing things really differently. You know, like we don't have a bridal party standing up there with us or a groom's party. I don't know all the terminology. I'm I'm like surprising myself, honestly. I thought I was gonna be preaching about my wedding, posting about everything, like sharing it with the world and every little thing here and there, but I'm not. And if you are, that's freaking amazing. I love watching all of that. So please keep sharing because I'm loading it all in and reading all the articles and saving all the photos. My whole explore page is freaking wedding. I mean, holy shit, it's everything. But do it in the way that serves you. Don't do it in a way where comparison sets in. Don't do it away in a way where you feel shitty about yourself and like you're not doing enough. Like you're eating too much. Like you're not working out enough. Like you're disappointing people. Don't like enjoy, be happy, have fun. Like it's such a beautiful time in your life and it makes you emotional because it's like, I don't want people to lose the beauty of this time in their life because of everything that they're being told or how to do things or what to wear, like who to be and how to act and da, da, da. no, just sit back and enjoy. And I think that's a metaphor for everything in life. Okay. Um, the one question I will answer that came through is how do I find an engagement ring? I'm having trouble like deciding what I want. Wish I could answer with that. I just sent Alex a, a jewelry designer that I'm obsessed with, who is so brilliant and amazing. I love her work. And I was like, I love this girl. And he ended up obviously loving her too. And he's always bought me amazing jewelry throughout the duration of our relationship. So I never questioned what he would choose. And I never knew what I wanted. I always thought something like emerald or not emerald. Sorry. Um, why am I forgetting the shape? (laughs) Um, what the hell is the shape? Oh my God. Sorry. I don't, why am I forgetting it? Anyways, Whatever the shape he got me, which is like horizontal something. I'm totally losing the shape now. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. But that's kind of what I had in my head. But I never knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted something unique. And I knew I wanted something Basil set. But like my best advice is trust your partner. Um, and if they're really bad at finding jewelry, send them exactly what you want and tell your friends exactly what you want. But... Um, support small jewelry designers independent designers if you can because the experience in working with them is way more intimate and special you can get a custom design you can do things with heirloom you can do all these things um but let it be something that feels you and and trust your partner in that i felt extremely surprised in my engagement because alex kept it so secretive and 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 was so good with his taste that I I never worried and it made seeing the ring so special in my opinion but do it how it works for you and your relationship with your partner um but if you're really specific and you think you'll be disappointed share what you want if you really trust your partner and they've always impressed you with what they've gotten you like trust that they're gonna get you an amazing ring if you want to do it together do it like it's all 
specific. And that's the same thing for wedding planning. You know what I mean? Like, take whatever I'm saying with a grain of salt. I'm speaking from my personal experience in hopes that it could inspire or help or make you decide if you want to do the exact opposite. Like, I'm just speaking what I've seen and and how I've felt and what it's done for me. Last thing to end everything, I will say, because that ended up being longer than I thought. Thank you for listening. I just felt like you all wanted kind of a wedding episode, specifically um, after that clip did so well on our last episode with Jess and Alex about the importance of who you invite to your wedding. (gasps) Listen to that episode. It's so good. And the people you invite are so important. Um, Last thing I'll say is three things. Three things I'm proud of, three things I'm working on, three things I'm grateful for, and um, that's all I'm going to stick to today. So three things I'm proud of. Um, I'm proud of new designs that we just sampled. They're looking really good. Um, I'm proud of just actually deciding to get my finances order in, in order and really focus on that. I'm proud of, oh, there's a fly. Oh my God, there's a fly. Get out, get out. I'm proud of my online shopping abilities lately. I've gotten really good deals. (laughs) Um, Three things I'm working on. I'm, oof. This is a big one for me that I just realized the other day. At least I have awareness on it. But not filling the room with talking about nothing if there's quiet moments with new friends or whatever. Don't feel space because you feel uncomfortable. Don't do it. I need to work on that because sometimes I just get nervous or intimidated and feel like I have to talk and then I'm embarrassed about whatever I'm saying because it's not making sense and I'm just talking, talking, talking and I'm repeating, repeating, repeating. Really want to work on that. Um, I also want to work on... Um, I want to work on more quiet moments. I'm really quick to reach for my phone in the morning, I'm really quick to tune out from whatever real thoughts I'm having via Instagram or work. So I'm working on that. And that leads to my third point, which I'm working on, which is focus. I'm really struggling with deep focus. I want to work on just really honing into my productivity and getting shit done because there's a lot of shit that I need to get done right now. And we'll end with three things I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for this incredible community, for your feedback, for your listens. I just feel so lucky to be doing this. Uh, You know, I'm not getting a lot out of it, obviously, but it feels like therapy to me. And I'm grateful that we have a handful of, of listeners. Like, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Wow. It, it's a really vulnerable thing to do. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Alex. I just feel like he's been a really solid partner. And I just feel that lately. So, I mean, I'm always grateful for him. But I feel extremely grateful for who he is and what he does for us and all of that. So shout out to you, Alex. 
I also think that that's that makes sense because I just talked about the wedding the wedding episode ah. um and the third thing I'm grateful for is oh my god it's always going to be one for me especially today with how I started off my day with some bad news um is health and my body and listening to my body and honoring my body taking care of my body life is so short so take care of you uh tell the people around them how much you love them always be grateful for family no matter what trust your family trust your friends well my grandpa tells me don't trust anybody but i mean like just have everyone in your thoughts always be grateful for what you've been given for love for 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 you so that's a big one for me today i'm grateful to be here and um to share these moments with all of you and i hope that you get to take something away from it so I'm sending love to all of you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Always DM me, email me with questions, anything. As promised, I'm here. I'm being consistent with these. If you have any guests that you want us to bring on, always reach out, rate, subscribe, review, all the podcast things. Um, and just uh, keep keep joining along. And shop our sale. We just increased it 50% off now because everything must go. We are entering into our new era. So get whatever you can. Trust me. It's like these cozies are amazing and they're going to be gone for good. So tell your friends, tell a stranger, tell your family uh, and get cozy. And I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it wasn't too preachy. I was really just trying to like give my personal experience and um, advice, love, all of it. So If there's feedback you have, if there's things that you want to talk about, whatever it is, let me know. And I love you all. Have a beautiful weekend. And I'm sending you all so much love and gratitude and kisses and hugs from my couch with my blanket and uh, with a shitty Zoom quality video if you're watching this on Instagram because my iPhone storage is full. (laughs) If anyone is an expert on that, help me. Have a great day. Bye. Love you all again. And thanks for listening to my spiel. Mwah.